Are you managing a venue or putting together an event that needs a little more entertainment? Aquarius Productions can put a show together catered to your audience. Whether it's music or comedy, they will bring life to the space you provide. Are you a traveling musician or comedian looking for an extra gig? They can find a spot for you. Are you an up-and-comer unsure of how to get your song mixed, your music video put together, or your set filmed? Aquarius has your back. Message their Facebook or Instagram for details. And if you would like to help support the show, go to www.openmicers.com to subscribe to our Patreon. Let's start the show. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm the forever frozen Jacob Craig. Yes. And our guest tonight uh, will be appearing right here in Biloxi, Mississippi at Belux, July 3rd, performing at Anxiety Fest, Mississippi. She is also the CEO of Freak Machine Records and the front woman for the band Fit for Rivals. Please welcome the fabulous solo act, Miss Renee Phoenix. How are you doing today, ma'am? <laughs> Great, feeling great. It is so awesome to have you here. I love talking to musicians because I get the bitch about the music industry. And I know Jacob love that's Jacob's favorite subject that I do, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. As a comedian, I live for, you know, shitting on music. Yes. <laughs> nice. So I like the name Anxiety Fest, like, because that's pretty much my everyday life. Is uh, that's what I call my life, Anxiety Fest. <laughs> soundtrack to your life yeah <laughs> so uh tell us about the show coming up let everybody know the uh the the dealings of the show what's going to happen um yeah so anxiety fest is july 3rd in biloxi a bunch of really awesome bands playing um i'll be playing there and i know the other la they're also going to be playing and they are actually the first act that we have signed on to freak machine records so, awesome. Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of shows with them coming up. Mm-hmm. I like that name, Freak Machine Records. I uh, checked out some of your music earlier, and uh, as soon as you go to the, the site, there's a YouTube video for a, a song called Swallow. Holy yeah. crap, that song rocks. I think that's my new favorite song right now. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> but so uh, we've already mentioned a couple of times now that you are the CEO of Freak Machine Records. And of course, you know, you're on that label, your band Fit for Rivals and the other LA. Uh, what what made you deviate from major labels to try to, you know, kind of develop your own label? I mean, what's kind of the story behind why you, you essentially, you know, went into your own business? Yeah, um, <clears throat> so I've been doing this for a while, probably 10 years now um just like you know doing bands fit for rivals my own stuff and for a long time we were chasing that carrot on a string you know like trying to get that major label deal like oh that's going to be the end all like that's going to be exactly what we need and you know we learned the hard way that's not what you need that's that's actually what you don't need in a lot of ways and it held us back and it sounds like, you know, you, Jason, as well, and gosh, so many people that I know have had horrible experiences within that label system, mm-hmm. whether they're getting ripped off or they're just not, they just like, don't know what all of it involves. 
you know yeah. so i started freak machine records not only for myself and my acts but to bring on other bands and to help them out help them avoid like all the traps that you can get into in this industry and just genuinely help develop and grow artists careers and work with people that i've enjoyed working with over the past 10 years so you know keep my circle tight and uh you know hopefully help a lot of people and instead of being bitter about my experiences you know what better way to counter that than to help people yeah you'll you end know? up like me if you stay bitter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i'm still like bitter about <clears throat> some of it you know I, i've had my fair share of uh you know good and bad experiences but you know i'm just trying to stick with the positive yeah it always seems like the the bad experiences outweigh the good especially in my case yeah Um, Yeah. and i don't really know what the because you know i kind of hit my heyday around 2004 2005 and you would seem to have gotten your start around 2009 so you're you kind of came after the whole um when we got signed to universal it was in the middle of the whole transition like between uh of when like mp3s and and napster and all that stuff was going on so it was kind of like a really tumultuous period for the the record labels and they were all scared to death and just like didn't know what to do and you know we right. were in the middle of all that and they tried to take as much money from us us as they possibly could and us being stupid kids, you know, we signed a really bad contract. So that if there's one thing, one bit of advice I can give to anybody that wants to be in any form of entertainment, read what you sign. Have a lawyer mm-hmm. read it. Don't get bullied into anything. J- read everything you sign. Anything. Yeah, have like two lawyers look at, you know, yes. like just <laughs> as many people as you can yes. to look over what you're about to sign. Just you know, give it a thorough read because I feel a lot of people see that like major label, like, oh, Atlantic Records, Universal, whatever. And they just get so like kind of starstruck about it almost. Mm-hmm. And they think like, that's going to be the solution. That's what's going to get me to whatever your, I guess, interpretation of success is. That's going to get you to that point. And a lot of times it just doesn't work out that way. You know, even yeah. like, a bad deal that you signed or you're not ready for the type of work that starts after you sign the deal, then this work starts really from yeah. there, you know? That's the thing. I mean, record labels, especially back at, you know, in my time and probably not as much now, but you know, they would sign, you know, 50 bands, but only yeah. one of them would get any kind of attention and any kind of push. And the rest of them would be stuck in these crap, uh deals that they they took and like they're not albums are not getting released they're not making money and if you are lucky enough to make some money you know there's this thing called creative accounting where no matter how much money you generate you always owe more like i'm always wondering like how did that work oh yeah yeah i know a lot of fans who've gone into that situation where they sign to a major deal they think all the problems are solved but then like you were saying well 50 other bands just got signed you get lost in the mix like Uh your a and r guy gets fired it's just like one thing after another then all of a sudden your records just sitting on the shelf and you can't do anything with it because they own it you know yeah and that's i think that's kind of what happened with us too you know we got signed and then 
like the whole management of Universal like changed hands, you know, right as we were getting everything done. It was and then it was kind of like, you know, we were just tossed away like like trash. And mm-hmm. it was really it breaks your soul because it's like that's yeah. everything you're striving for. And like you said, that carrot on the stick where you're doing everything you're being told to do and uh-huh. nothing. It like the you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you and you just watch all of your dreams just go. And then they go, yeah, you owe us $300,000. And you're like, oh, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, let me give you the $5 I have in my pocket. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you realize I'm eating cheese crackers that I stole from the back room at the last show, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like one of the things with Freak Machine, too. I want to keep the roster really small and tight and not take on too many bands. Like, we're starting with the other L.A., and you know we're good right now like i'm not looking to sign on like another 15 bands or whatever whatever act that we take on next i want to make sure we have all eyes on it we can have attention on it because i've been in that position that you know you've been in and so many other people have been in i remember like for a year straight fit for rivals was doing showcases for these labels like we were flying out to them they were flying to us um I remember at the time we were rehearsing in a single wide trailer in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you could feel this thing just rocking, you know, because <laughs> we had a full PA set up in the kitchen and like these big honchos are coming in like from Atlantic Records and it's like, sit on our couch, I guess. That's <laughs> the drum set was in the kitchen, like everything was just crammed in there. There was a chihuahua that our guitarist had that had no teeth and bad breath. It was just like sitting there with like these executives and just like. Uh, I would love to sit and just talk to you about all the nightmare scenarios that musicians have to go through. Like I remember I went to a showcase. We had a showcase once and I, I don't remember who it was for, but it was literally in like the middle of this sort of like Applebee's sort of restaurant. Like we walked in. We're expecting nice. like, you know, like a metal club or something. We get there and it's like this restaurant and the stage is like eight foot by eight foot. Like we're, we're just all like right up against one another on the <laughs> stage. And like you hear over in the corner, like table seven, your, uh, your chicken is ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it was one of those Perfect. scenarios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot of showcases. I remember this other one we had. Um, they have like these SIR rooms, they're called. And it's just like a big white kind of sparse room. You're not even on a stage. You're just like at the same level of all these people who are just like there staring at you with their arms crossed. Yeah. Like, all right, monkey <laughs> dance, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's just man. the most awkward thing because it's like you get done with the song. It's like, uh, uh, do you guys like it? Is yeah. You know, <laughs> been <anyone>? there. <laughs> but, I've been there as a comedian as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. Um, Get done with a joke. It's like, oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's soul crushing. Yeah. But, but like, uh, as far as your label goes, I mean, like, uh, you know, with the bands you sign and things like that, it must be a better way to do it because you you know with the world we live in with as far as like social media and stuff like that and with youtube 
and all the different ways to get your music out there, it's got to be a little bit easier to run, uh, you know, a, an independent label these days, especially if you have musicians that are willing to like work to get their stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. And um, with Freak Machine, you know, we're kind of, we, we started ahead of the game with this label just because of the um, Fit for Rivals fan base. So our primary fan base is like on YouTube. So when we got into this, like you were saying, you know, like around 2009, 2010, we were, I mean, we started like on that whole internet trend. Like that was our way to get everything out. So I feel like we've been very, I guess, like intelligent and like forward thinking about all this stuff, you know, like how to get stuff out there. Um, so yeah, I think like we've, we had a head start. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is this the first time you're going to be performing in Biloxi? You ever been to Biloxi before? I want to say... Fit for Rivals played there. I want to say we have. I'm not 100% sure, but I think we have. There was like a period where like a year and a half we were just touring, you know, nonstop. And I'd wake up and be like, what city are we in? Where am I? You know, (laughs) where have you driven me to? (laughs) I understand that for sure. Um, Well, if this is your first time in Biloxi, I will be more than happy to 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 show you where all the fun spots are. But um, what what kind of show can we expect from you when we do buy tickets to Belux July third? I mean, and so recently, I just got off tour, right? Um, I in I was in Mobile and I stumbled into a punk rock concert, and uh, I actually got my nose broken in a mosh pit. Oh wow! Am I gonna get my nose broken in a mosh? Experience. There you go. Oh, I I was the most punk rock person in the room. I was the only one pouring blood out of my nose. But am I gonna get my nose broken in this concert? Please tell me yes. Yes. Well, if you don't, I'll be more than happy to break it for you. I was gonna say, I'm sure you can find somebody who'd be willing to, you know, do that for you. But I mean, how crazy does a Renee Phoenix concert get is basically what I'm asking. Um, You know, I'm going to be playing all new material that no one's heard. I think I'll have one single out um, that you guys will hear by the time we have that concert. But these this like new batch of songs that I have, they're very um, I don't want to say metal, but you can definitely open a pit up with these. Like Fit for Rivals has always been like a really like rocking awesome time and you know people mosh and everything to that but the renee phoenix stuff is a little harder like there's breakdowns there's a lot of electronic stuff it's kind of like a combination of uh like nine inch nails bring me the horizon you know some like paramore kind of stuff in there too you know um but yeah it's a lot harder and i'm really excited i'm really excited to have that opportunity to open a pit up yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm stoked to do that oh my god there is is there anything better in the world when you're up on stage and there's like whether it's hundreds or thousands of people in an audience and then a pit opens up while you're playing that's like the best feeling in the world 
Yeah, there's a few songs I'm really excited because it's just like the bridge part comes and it's just like a perfect opportunity for me to just hype everyone up and be like, three, two, one, and then just go, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stoked on that. When the band breaks down and you know they're about to come back in and everything's building back up, you better get mm-hmm. the hell out of that pit if you don't want to yeah. get your ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm stoked. You know, these are going to be like um, my first show as just Renee Phoenix is coming up here in Nashville on the, what is it, the 18th is going to be my first show as just Renee Phoenix. Everything else has always been like under a band name. That's cool. Where are you playing in in Nashville? Huh? Where are you playing in Nashville? It's called The End. It's yeah. right across from Exit Inn, which I've played at Exit Inn. I've never played at the end before. So That sounds really familiar. I think I may have played there at one point. Nice. Yeah, it holds like, I think about 250 people. So it's a smaller place, mm-hmm. but I love that. I love the smaller venues where you can just like pile everyone. Oh, yeah. It's very punk rock. You know, everyone's just on top of each other, mm-hmm. especially with COVID and everything, like the restrictions lifted. Um, I'm super stoked to get back out there and play some shows. I think you'll really like being at B-Lux. That's a really cool place. I, I love the way that place is set up, uh, especially the actual room itself where the music's going to be and where we do comedy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's a pretty sizable room. So, um, cool. you know, if there is, you know, 250, between 250 and 500 people in there, it's going to be, it's going to get nuts. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, I've never played at uh, B-Lux before. Yeah, it's so. a really cool place. It's probably my favorite place around here right now. Oh, like nice. To, to just okay, go that's to. good to hear. Yeah. Very yeah, and cool. Jacob used to, uh, we, we were doing the, uh, the, the punching bag machine last time we were yeah. there, and <laughs> Jacob has, like, orangutan strength. I, I don't know what <laughs> is going on with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually used to box for a little while. A lot of people don't realize that. So I, I broke the record, and then someone else like got all macho and broke my record. And so I went and broke that motherfucker's <laughs> record. And no one can break that. Yeah, I tried to do it. I hit the bag once and got like a third of what Jacob did. And I was like, yeah, I'm old. I'm going to go sit down now. Yeah. You're going to break a hip doing that one day. Probably. I think I broke something that night. <laughs> I don't know. Drink some more milk or something. Drink more milk. Yeah. <laughs> but so well, I, I know there's like arcade games and stuff inside. Or Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's a, a couple. There's a, there's a big pool room in there, too, uh, in the very right. front. So it's a really cool place. Cool. Cool. I think Jacob's frozen again. I think the hamster that yeah. runs his uh his internet uh, just keeps freezing. Like the, I think the hamster drowned because it's been raining. So. <laughs> I'm sending a strongly worded email to AT and T directly after this. <laughs> I need a new hamster for my wheel. <laughs> yes. So um, we do have um, is this uh, is this show a part of um, the 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 sound? Um, do anything for the for the show that's coming up because we have a, 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 a another podcast out from that or from here and actually it's the singer of my band he does it's called the sound and they do a lot of independent music um, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of the shows down here and that, they have a lot of uh, a lot of followers like on YouTube and um, uh, they do a lot of Facebook lives and stuff like that so if you haven't heard of them, I, I strongly suggest 
um, getting a hold of them. It's the sound at the sound two two eight. And uh, if okay. anybody listening to this has never checked out the sound, they have a, they actually have an app for uh, for phones that where you can go and like listen to the music they're pushing and stuff. So they've done a really cool. good job. So I would highly suggest getting with See, them. That's a way of uh, you know morphing and to the yes. times and everything. That's exactly. Great. That's yeah. why I, I wish we had been around like the, well, I have a band now and you know, we're kind of old and not doing much. <laughs> we play like once every three months, but what do you um, play? I play drums. Oh, nice. So I was going to say, nice. if you need it, if you have any bands that need a drummer, let me know. I might be old, but I can still rock. <laughs> yeah. Nice. No, I love the drums. I've recently been playing like a little bit more. I think the drums probably my favorite instrument just because you get to beat the shit out of something you know yeah. it's good for your <laughs> mental health like whenever you're just pissed off just go beat the hell out of the drums for a little while you yeah. always feel better Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah jacob are you back now or are you frozen <laughs> again or what's going on over there i can hear you but y'all <laughs> but... can you <laughs> Good you sound like Lord. a robot. Yeah. <laughs> You're roboting out, man. Well, <laughs> God damn it. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst for me. Oh, man. It's not normally like this. So we'd love to have you back on the show. Please know that it's not normally this when bad. When it's not fucking raining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's how our good our internet is, is in the South. Like, when it rains, the internet goes out. Like, how stupid yeah. is that? <laughs> I think I'm back though for at least like maybe five minutes. Well, good. Get your questions in while we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> so I noticed it looks like you're actually in uh, your home studio right now, if I'm not mistaken. I know I, I see a lot of recording equipment behind you. Yeah. Um, new music. What are you? What are you recording? What are you working on? I know you said you're doing nothing but new material at Belux. I mean, are you working mm-hmm. on recording that and getting that out there? Yeah, I'm done with that whole ep that i put together for myself so i'm just gonna be playing all those new songs and then i think i'm gonna be playing one or two fit for rival songs you know just like the more notable ones because i know that's what people want to hear so i'm gonna do that for them and um yeah fit for rivals as well we are working on new material which i think is going to come out we're hoping around october um so yeah, just work, 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 new music left and right, and I'm stoked on it. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Keeping busy, yeah. <laughs> so these days, do do you are you do you have like your own home studio? Like, how are you guys recording these days? Yeah, so I have my own little home studio set up here that you know I can do vocals and do uh, demos, you know, and write and everything here. And um, for Fit for Rivals, I go down to uh, Thomas's place. So Thomas is my partner in Fit for Rivals. It's him and I basically since the beginning. And um, I'll go to his studio and then we just crack everything out and do everything ourselves. We're pretty self-contained these days. Uh, And then for my stuff, I work with um, Jordan and Sam from a band called Hillacoy. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but... um, I'm going to be playing with them at the end of this month, too, in North Carolina, Charlotte at Amos's South End, I think it's called, which I have played there before. It's a cool venue. Um, So, yeah, I worked with them. And again, it was kind of like a home studio 
setup. No, no big studios with the big consoles and all that. Yeah, you know, no. we're pretty self-contained. It's just how it yeah. is. And yeah. really, you don't even need that anymore. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't yeah. need all the buttons or whatever. And and the guy who pretends to know what he's doing, and at the end, he's like, "All right, that's a hundred thousand dollars." Yeah, you, know, you, yeah. Know, you can you can do it all yourself and get the same quality or better quality. Uh, in, in some Rivals, cases, yeah. And we had this producer. I'm not going to name names, but here's another fun story. Um, so we went to one of those big studios of the consoles and all the analog gear and we're super excited because I love analog gear. Like, I think it sounds great. I still prefer it over, you know, mixing in the box. They call it, you know, just like all digital. And, you know, we were stoked because this guy worked with a lot of big artists like Lady Gaga. And we're like, all right, let's do this thing. We got the recordings back. It sounded like shit. It sounded like. <laughs> It was recorded through a tin can. We're like, were we just in a nice studio? Like, what did we do? We redid the entire album with our friend in his home studio and released that. We didn't use any of the recording that we did with this big time producer guy. It's just, yeah. You know, sometimes it's just better to keep it with people, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, I know that our, our sponsor for uh, this month, Aquaries, I mean, they produce, their the, their selling point is we produce Hollywood-style recordings and videos for people on a local level. And they actually do. Like, there's tons of people popping up like that who can nice. do as good as Hollywood with less equipment and better customer service and just, mm -hmm. you know, give everyone a better experience. Yeah yeah and that's the cool thing about that can work out and that's yeah. the cool thing about today's world like especially for creative people there's so many ways to actually do the things you want to do now and it's it's cheaper um there's you know like when i was a kid and wanted to make movies you couldn't because you know you had to have like big cameras and films camera. yeah <laughs> exactly and now you, people are making movies on their iPhones like it's crazy mm -hmm. i love this mm -hmm. world we're living in especially with music like i have a friend of mine they actually the guy um tony burn who was from the band burn who did our um uh he did our theme song for for the podcast and i played drums on like that was all done oh. in at his home studio like he's got yeah. a really cool home studio setup. He's got you know the big giant kit of of it's acoustic drums, but they're triggered, you know. Oh, and nice. So yeah. I can just walk in and start playing, and you know he starts riffing, and you can sit there and write a whole album just right there, and in, in you know a bedroom that's been converted into a, a studio. Mhm. Mm mhm. And you don't yeah, have no, to spend half a, a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, a lot of musicians, I mean, you can learn anything on the internet, you know, on YouTube. You can just <laughs> learn how to do all of it. Yeah. You just have to have, uh, you know, that want to learn and the time to do it. But, yeah, a lot of um, artists, I mean, use, like, GarageBand even. Like, take, yeah. for instance, mm -hmm. uh, like, Lil Peep. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, I rest mean, in peace. Yeah, like he blew up and he was just recording stuff on GarageBand, yeah. you know, and he blew up. So it doesn't matter. What matters is you have great songs, great material and the drive to do what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
We're coming up on uh, the last couple of minutes of the show here. Um, I wanted to ask you, what kind of is your plan for, um, you know, your record label? Like, what's what's kind of your your let's say your five year plan? Like, what's your what's the future look like? How bad do you want this job? What's your five year plan? Oh gosh, five year plan. I mean, my main goal is to help artists. Achieve, uh, achieve a level of success that they want to achieve, to be able to have careers in the music industry and have fun and to not worry about, you know, all these stories that we just told within this time frame, like all those hits that you can fall into. I just want to help people have great careers, put out great music and uh, yeah, I think have some fun, you know, put the fun back in there. You know, I just thought about something. Maybe I should have a side hustle, like a side business, where I'm a consultant for young musicians and tell them what to do and what not to do. I mean, God knows there's probably so many people out there who need it. Because with, like, the amount of resources that there are online and, like, places that you can go, there's also, you know, the same amount of not-so-great resources out there. People can fall into like just putting thousands of dollars into this, that, and the other thing instead of, you know, allocating that money to something that makes more sense, you know, or would do better for them. Um, So, yeah, I think you'd probably have a a lot of work cut out for you if you did that. Yeah, I would think so. (laughs) But I I would actually, it would be almost like a calling where it would actually Mm -hmm. make me feel good to like steer people clear of the sharks that are out there. Cause there's a lot of shitty yeah. people out there that want that will take advantage of you exactly. at a, in a this moment's has notice. A healing. This has been a healing ex- experience for me, like working with the other LA. I didn't expect myself to feel like that, but after working with that band and developing them and helping them on their journey, it, it really healed a lot of stuff inside of me that yeah. I guess I was bitter or mad about. And I didn't know it would have that kind of effect. So I, you should do it, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I had to do therapy, you know, after yeah. everything fell Same apart yeah. back then because I it was a hard time in my life after you know everything fell apart like. Yeah. Around the same exact time, you know, the 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 label dropped us. We you know the band broke up, uh, and then my grandfather died like a week uh-huh. later. And it was just, it was too much for one person to deal with. And I just, I checked out for like three or four years. I was just, I don't even remember like 2006 to 2009, like that whole, (laughs) that whole three years. Like, I just don't even remember what happened. Like I couldn't tell you anything I did. I just checked out. That's like one of those stories that old musicians have. Like I didn't pay taxes in the (laughs) nineties. Pretty much like it Dude, it's rough. It was a rough time. And I don't want to see anybody go through that, you know, especially, you know, creative people that all they want to do is just get their stuff out there. And, and the bad thing about the, the entertainment industry is it's full of, it's full of sharks. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So God bless you with what you're doing, you know, <laughs> like the label and everything. Just like, I'm so happy to see you doing that. And I, you know, hey. I, if you need any help with anything, please let me know. Like I, I, I will be, you know, a voice of, if anybody needs any advice, like send them my way and I'll be like, do this. Don't do that. Oh, uh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. 
But uh, where can everybody follow you on uh, on the interwebs? On the interwebs, well, if you just go to freakmachinerecords.com, everything is there. It's like a landing page for all of our acts and like the Facebooks and the Instagrams and, you know, all the, gosh, there's so many social media channels. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's everywhere. But if you just go to freakmachinerecords.com, I'll take you to the YouTube, to whatever you're looking for, it's there. And I highly recommend it. If you haven't heard any of her music, just go to that that front page right there and just listen to the song Swallow. Holy crap, that song rocks. Oh, My new thanks. favorite song. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I can't, it. I can't wait to meet you when you come into town. I'm definitely going to be there for the show. So. Me as nice. well. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Everyone, come on out to the show. It's going to be a hell of a time. I'm super stoked put on a hell of a show yeah. for you guys and yes. tickets are on sale now so jason why don't we go ahead and put that ticket link in the description for the okay. show so um people... do you know how much the tickets are so we can tell them how much to expect uh i believe it's 15 advanced and 20 at the door sounds okay. about right yeah that sounds right yeah if not you know <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just bring a twenty. Just bring yeah, a just bring a just bring a twenty. <laughs> no, actually, come rock out. Bring get your thirty. Nose broke in a mosh pit. Bring thirty because you know they got good good drinks, but and they got hot dogs too. Pretty oh, good hot and dogs. bring enough money for merch, man. If you oh, want yeah. us to actually support yeah. these bands, yes, you gotta mm-hmm. buy a ticket and you have to buy merch to actually yeah. support anybody. Yes. So please bring enough pocket money to buy a T-shirt, buy a sticker, whatever the bands may have. Yeah. Bands live off merch money. I know that for a fact. So please sure buy do. all the merch you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. We definitely want to have you back on the show. Uh, you know, after the after the sh- uh, the big show on the third and everything, we'll have you back and uh, see how you how you like Biloxi and if you yeah. think you'll be back or not. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'd love to be back and thank you so much for having me. You're very, fun. very welcome. Uh, Jacob, yeah. anything you would like to uh, throw out there before we leave this evening? Absolutely. I just wanted to say it is June 2nd. So happy pride. Of course he. <laughs> happy pride month. Yeah, happy oh. pride month, everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll end that sentence. To maybe celebrating. I'm frozen again, aren't I? <laughs> yes, you I are. I fucking yeah. knew it. I got I'm you. I got again. the end of the sentence. I finished it. Happy pride okay. month. Happy yeah. pride month to everyone who may be celebrating. <laughs> Tune in next week. We're going to be talking to a uh, local comedian who's doing very big things over in Mobile. He uh, has a show where he's hosting for Sean Patton coming up. And I just got off tour with him. So he's a very funny guy. And uh, please go to our merch store, man, www.public.com slash stores slash open micers because bands survive on merch and so do we. So if you want a T-shirt, sticker, pin, whatever, it's really going to help us keep the lights on here. And uh, that's it for me. I'm going to go fucking hang myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you would like to, let me play some music here. If you would like to follow us. It's at Open Micers Podcast on uh, Facebook, at Open Micers on Twitter, and either one of those, you can follow all the links to get our merchandise, Patreon, all that sort of stuff. We do extra episodes on Patreon every month, so go support us over there. And thank you again, Renee, for hanging out with us, and we will see you on the 3rd. Everybody go buy tickets. Go buy them now! Hell yeah!